Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of The Clingers Have Spoken. I'm Joel Klinger. Alongside me, as always, is my brother, Michael Klinger. We just watched the penultimate episode of season 43 of Survivor. It was a doozy. It was a great one. It was mano y mano, men versus women, all to come down with a surprise ending. Michael, how are you feeling, big guy? I definitely wouldn't describe it as penultimate. I mean, it was ultimate. It was awesome, man. Uh, the best episode, honestly, uh, at least a top two episode in the new era of Survivor. Maybe the best episode in the new era. Definitely the best episode this season. Characters going after characters going after characters. Strategy layer after layer. An awesome episode. Uh, a lot of people have been sitting back all season, and now everybody's trying to play their game. Hats off to yeah. my guy Jesse tonight, coming out as the ultimate winner in tonight's episode. Yeah. Personally, as a fan, I hated what he was doing. I wanted to see a JT and Steven. I wanted to see him go to the end, but he's right. Like I, I don't think he could have won with Cody there. And it's kind of a move that you have to make because Cody will beat any of them in fire, you know? So it's like, this is really the only chance to get him out. Um, Cause he's going to ask for his little back and play it at five. And then he's going to beat you in fire if he doesn't win the immunity challenge anyway. So I get it, but it still made me sad. You know, like I, I, I feel like this clears the way for Carla to win. You know, Jesse just patted his resume. I feel like everybody's going to see that. And I don't, I don't know what what goes on from here. Um, I mean, we'll see. But this was this was kind of the episode that I feel like we were all waiting for, where one of the big dogs was going to eat one of the other big dogs, you know, and it happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, best case scenario happened for Jesse in that he got a big target out, and he also significantly weakened, uh, I think, probably the biggest target to his game. So I think he's sitting pretty, honestly. And Jesse has done this all season where there's a plan that you hear first after the, uh, after the challenge. Then there's a blindside plan put in place. And then there's Jesse's blindside of the blindside. And that's mm-hmm. what we saw again tonight. And then right before Tribal, it makes you think that the blindside of the blindside isn't going to be able to happen. But it did. Yeah. Jesse is great at the, okay, I know what the blind side is. Now let me actually like estimate if this would be good for my long-term game. It reminds me of that episode where Tony blindsided the blind side and winners at war. You know, like he gives me kind of Tony vibes without like the craziness. Just, you know, he's able to assess the situation for himself and manufacture a reason for other people to go along with him. And here he is, you know, final, final five. And he's going to play as idol and he's one fire making challenge away from like winning the game. Right. Yeah. And I don't know that we've seen as cut a, a cutthroat player like Jesse in a while. I know that he doesn't have the, um, the attitude of your typical villain, but he has the gameplay of a Russell Hans of a player like that who is down to do whatever it takes to win the game and not in a anybody but me type of way, but in a, 
I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to... He's got two idols, um, neither of which he really... Or is. He really found, no. I mean, he's not. He's definitely playing a a uh, villain's game, and he's doing it excellently. Um, I would be personally surprised to see uh, Jesse not win at this point. Um, I think that's kind of where I've been moving towards. Uh, but yeah, I mean, every single week we hear uh, the plan A, which that person thinks is a blind side, but it's not. Then there's plan B, which is the blind side. And then there's plan J, and that's plan J for plan Jesse, because he's going to do what he wants. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to think, like, let's say Jesse doesn't vote out Cody tonight. You know, are we seeing a whole different season in that, you know, maybe in reality Cody was the person who could beat Jesse at the end. Right. Uh, But we just haven't seen that. It's... They've made it. They've still shown Cody in a positive light, but you know, in Jesse's mind, I can definitely see him his wheels spinning. Like maybe I'm the Steven and he's the JT, and he's gonna win in the end. Maybe he's the Wendell and I'm the Dominic. So yeah. I need to actually get him out. And I mean, he's right because like if like if Carla's threat A, you know, and Jesse and Cody would be threat B. Like, the person that gets out threat A is the winner. You know, like, if Cody if Cody got out Carla, played his idol at five, moved to Final Four, you either won the immunity challenge or beat somebody in fire, he wins, just flat out. And he's, he's going to show up as the architect of this move to get Carla out. And I thought that was very keen of, of Jesse to be aware of that um, and use what power he has left of the game to make that step forward. Um, what is unfortunate for everyone else is they lack a lot of power. They own their vote, and that's pretty much it at this point, right? And it, it, like Co- Owen and Gabler have pretty much nothing to give except for their vote. They, they're they're just along for the ride, and as long as it's not them, they're going to be fine, and they're probably not going to win. Um, and Cassidy is along similar lines now, and Carla has looked like pretty bad the last couple episodes. You know, like last week she was not in that vote at all. Uh, And now she had thought that Cassidy was with her and Cassidy knew the whole time, you know? So it's like she hasn't looked great, which is kind of surprising for me the way that they built her up like that. And we'll see. We'll see what happens the final episode. She could still definitely win, but they got to figure out a way to get Jesse out. Because I don't see anybody beating Jesse at this point. Yeah, I think if Jesse makes it to the final three, uh, he's he's the guy that's going to win. Um, but I don't think that him making the final three is a done deal. He has been piss poor in immunity challenges. Horrible. And Horrible. Um, I don't know if he's just trying to save it up for the end and make people think he's not a threat or if he's just literally that bad at immunity challenges. Uh, but he's going to, you know, he's going to have to win an immunity challenge or win a fire-making challenge. Um, if he doesn't do that, I mean, I think we could very easily be looking at a Gabler, 
Cassidy Owen final three. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. And, and here's why I think that Jesse is going to try to pull Carla in now because I think in his mind, he's like, I've done what I can to, sh- to, to show that I'm a better player than Carla. But I also know that in their mind, Carla is also a threat to them. And Carla doesn't have anywhere to go. So if I can at least make it two to five and I have an idol, you know, we can probably get through this and get to the I, I think he wants to be sitting in the final four with Carla because she's another person that people are going to want to get rid of. But he's still going to go to fire no matter what, right? If, if fire is what's going to happen, he's still going to go to fire against Carla. So, like, I don't really buy that logic. I, like, I think if he takes Carla to the end, it could be losing a million dollars. Like, I, I don't think anybody else would beat him at this point. Like, I think I that, don't, I that, don't think Carla would beat him, though. I think, I mean, I don't know what's going on within their heads, but I just don't, I don't, I can't read the jury, you know, maybe they like Carla, maybe they think she's played a great game, which I mean, she's played a good game, but she's kind of been outfoxed the last couple episodes. Um, oh man, I just don't know. I would just like to be on the beach, you know, or I'd like to be in, uh, oh, what's their, the jury place called? Ponderosa. Yeah, I'd like to be in Ponderosa right now. Catch the vibes. Because Noelle was kind of on it. She was like, 10 bucks, nobody plays an idol. And they, they did, but that was definitely on the table. That was the idea, where nobody played an idol. Um, and I would just like to hear their conversations, you know, because I feel like one person starts talking and be like, yeah, Carla, man, she's got so much power. And then like, oh, like Jesse's just hanging on with Cody. And then like, you just you just kind of like talk to each other and it just, becomes truth like no matter what they're saying and then everybody comes to a consensus that's what's happened the last few times it seems or it's like they talk long enough and they know where everybody stands and they're like uh yeah i think marianne would win out of these three i don't really like anybody i don't want to give a million dollars to jonathan and mike didn't really deserve to be here so we're gonna give a million dollars to marianne and i would like to be on that before i made my call i would like to be on that in that house or whatever island just hear what they're saying yeah i think that the way that the jury was acting during tribal council leads me to believe that they definitely were able to put together that that was jesse's move tonight yeah um because i think it was pretty clear to them that jesse just straight up took cody's idol because in their mind jesse does not even have an idol and Cody did. And, you know, when, when Jesse stands up to play his idol, I'm just like, what is he doing? I was like, I was like, he didn't, he didn't have to do that. I mean, in his mind, he's probably thinking, what's the point of going to, with, to next round with two idols? I'm right. already in, so I might as well make a splashy play. And, like, yeah. well, if he doesn't an play his idol... Plan. If he doesn't play his idol, Carla doesn't play hers. So right. it's part showmanship, part I still want to draw Carla's idol, but I'm going to play Cody's idol right in his face, which is such like a nasty move to do to somebody. You know, it's disgusting. Like that's just brutal. And 
it hurt my heart to watch Cody just be so like he was furious and I would be too, you know, like you, you like you just cost me a million dollars just straight up a hundred percent. You just cost me a million dollars. I would have got the biggest player in this game. We would have gone to the end and then we would have had a fair shot. But really, I would have won a million dollars. And you played my idol that I got. Yeah. Well, just brutal. why is Cody letting Jesse hold his hold idol on at to all? It. Man, yeah, and that then, makes no sense. And then to get it back from Jesse. And then give it. And then just right give back. it right back to him. It did not make sense. That no, But I that's mean, the knowledge is power, though. That's the whole thing. And but isn't no, it clear that that's out of the game by now? One of them is. Maybe there's a second. Didn't uh, Geo get one? Yeah, so Geo like, had it, and then James had it. Yeah, but they didn't know Geo had it. They thought maybe like somebody's been holding a knowledge is power. And while knowledge is power has not been successfully played ever, it is still scaring players to death. Which leads them to do stupid things. Like, give their idol to someone to hold for, like, 18 days. You know? Just, like, really, just really dumb stuff from Cody right there. He had a good plan, but you know when it doesn't work? When you have given someone your complete and total trust, and they're holding your life in their hands. I mean... Come on, man. Come on. And, I mean, uh, that would have been such a cool story. Like, yeah, we hung together the whole time. You know, now we're going to battle out in final tribal. And Cody would look so honorable. But this is not an honorable game. This is a I need to get the million dollars for my family kind of game. And Jesse's playing that way. You know, Carla's playing that way. And that's just, you know, it was kind of the the looking at it from Cody's perspective of like, man, I'm out here on the beach, man. This is crazy. And he's he's acting like that's like the way it is. But I think, you know, he obviously wanted the million dollars. But then Jesse just being like, you know what? Screw all that. I'm here to get mine, you know, and like Cody was thinking, we'll just be cool and we'll be fine. And I'll have this lifelong friend. But Jesse's thinking, man, lifelong friends are great, but not as great as a million dollars, you know, and uh, just gut wrenching, man. Just, that's that's a pain that I don't want to feel, you know. Yeah, when he I felt it when Cody looks at him with his head down and he's like, really, bro? Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I can't believe you're your but like that's the thing like this isn't your best friend this is your best friend in survivor which is not really a friend at all it's yeah. a it's a competitor and yeah. that once again is the best thing about survivor that's why it makes it so compelling because with some people out there you're probably gonna forget this is my competitor you're going to trick yourself into thinking We're this cool. is my We're teammate, friends. this is my friend. You know, we've we've been out here the whole time. We've done everything together. 
but in the end, everybody out there wants to win. And yeah, I think I think that that Cody, I don't know, like he had a good plan. He had a really good plan, and you know, maybe he should have waited till later to hatch it. Maybe he yeah. holds that out for an hour till tribal instead of hitting the beach with that plan straight away. Um, but yeah, I feel for Cody and Cody's a great survivor character. I would 100% like to see him play. Again. Gotta have him back. Yes. I would 100% want to see him play again, do a little heroes versus villains. Cody's a hero. Jesse's on the villains. Like, you know, get something going. Yeah, Ricard's on the villains. Shan's on the heroes. You know, like let no Shan's definitely on the villains. It. Yeah, that's true. But um, but yeah, yeah I, I I would love to I would love to uh, see Cody out on the island again playing Survivor. But I thought it. I mean, yeah, there's a lot we could talk about. This was a great episode. There's there are so many people that like they could easily do a fans first favorites season. With just like recent generation of Survivor, you know, like past ten seasons, they could totally oh, definitely do that. past ten. They could do it with the past three. Yeah, fans were they, favorites. They, like they eight, could pull eight like, each. Yeah, yeah, eight or ten. Yeah, like they got to do it. It's it's such an easy money grab. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I mean, fans versus um, favorites isn't really a fair fight, though. That's I, I'm not a big yeah. fans versus favorites fan. I, I think for 45, they should do a full returner season. I'd dig that. I'd be on board. Like, it, you're eligible if you... Because the only... Re, if you've been in a season uh, since Game Changers, you should be eligible for this, you know, season 45 season. Because we need to figure out who's going to be in season 50. You know, because yeah. I think season fifty is going to be even a bigger deal than forty in many ways. So yeah, that that was interesting that they did winners at war for forty. I guess they were kind of like holding on. They were like, if this doesn't go well, we may be done. Yeah, so I mean, I just I don't think they thought maybe we won't be, won't maybe we won't make it to fifty, and so they did it for forty. And season forty, honestly. If that hadn't aired before COVID, Survivor might have got canceled. Yeah. After 39. So season 40 might have, I mean, given Survivor five more years. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, I, even, I would love to see do? season 45 with all returners. What do you do season 50? You just did Winners of War. Those people aren't coming back, you know, like mega Survivor. Why do you think, <laughs> why do you think they're not coming back? You don't think that you think they would come back? Like those people I think are old. Some of like them Sandra's, would. Sandra's not coming back. No, Boston Rob's not coming back. Amber's not coming well, back. Well, I'll take that back. Sandra will do anything if the money is right. Yeah, but I mean, are they going to pay her to go out, or yeah. are they just going to say like, "Well, they if did. you win, that's what they did for season forty. <sighs> All those people got paid more than the average season to go out on the island. Well, I mean, yeah, more than the average season." Like a lot, like a lot. And I don't think it was the same per person. I think that Sandra made more money going out than Nick Wilson. You should have asked her. I should have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sandra, she'll do anything if the money's right. That's my general vibe from her. I mean, but just think season 45, man. Like, we've got 
a bunch of people from David versus Goliath that could mm-hmm. be out. Like you telling me, Christian Hubicki's not not going to go b- get cast for that season? He definitely yeah. is. Christian Hubicki, Rick Devins, uh, Elaine from Thirty Nine, mm-hmm. and then you've got a slew of people from 41, 42, 43. And I mm-hmm. assume at least one or two people from 44 that would make, um, a good, a good group of people to have. So, I mean, I definitely wouldn't rule it out. I mean, they've got, they've got, um, Chrissy Hoffbeck out there, uh, who many people still view as a robbed queen of survivor. Mm-hmm. They'd love to have her back out. Uh, they've got Dominic, you telling me he doesn't want to go out there and prove <laughs> himself again? Like, he would definitely want to go out there. They've got, I mean, honestly, this is an idea for him. You got, you got all the people from 35, 36, 37, 38, 39 versus 41, 42, 43, 44. Now, that's spicy right there. Yeah, I, th- I think it'd be cool to do, like, you know, legends versus, like, I don't know. I don't know, like an, like a, not legends, but like older generation versus younger, like twenties and thirties versus forties. We gotta have enough forties to make it up, make it worth it. I think. You know? I mean, I think that uh, winners at war broke that way enough that I think that that that's a little bit tired for season yeah. forty five. Maybe in fifty again. You know, first twenty five seasons versus second twenty five seasons. That could be something. Oh. Wow. Those people would be old. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, back on the episode, I do want to ask you this. So Carla fake cried twice, and she lied twice, and people didn't buy it twice. So that's like a negative score, right? Like, that that's a bad look. Okay, so they did buy it, though, on the reward they bought it. No. No, so they I think, did. And then they went back, and then Ca- Cassidy had told the other guys. Oh. Cassidy had told uh, Jesse and the uh, Gabler, right. no, yeah. she legit has an idol. So don't let her try to fool you on that. And then when Cody came back and Owen came back, they told I think her. is what it was. They told him. Yeah. Gabler was like, no, like she has an idol. And then... Uh, Owen's like, oh, did, did Cassie say that? And Owen's like, yeah, she definitely has an idol. So she did fool the guys on the reward. And I, I'm i not sure that she didn't fool Cassidy, but then Jesse just absolutely blew up her spot. Yeah. Jesse, that was the thing. Like, well, I mean, we, we could forget about that. That's why I'm, I enjoy having these conversations so we don't forget that these things happened. Jesse totally blew up Carla's spot. Why mm-hmm. Carla would trust Jesse? I mean, I know there's not many people out there because she probably knows Owen told Cassidy that I wanted to vote her out. I don't think Gabler would would do me a solid here, and I don't trust what Gabler would say anyways. So, yeah, go ask Jesse. He'll definitely confirm. So that's the crazy thing. So I thought it was really interesting how – Owen instigated the whole thing, but I don't think Owen ever had that conversation with Carla. Jesse told Owen that Carla was going to vote for Cass. So Owen was like, dude, like she's coming for you. That's what, that's what I've been hearing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then Jesse blew it up. It was just like a weird, an interesting chain of events. And I love, I love that even in the even in the season of Survivor, no one is completely useless in the storyline. Even Gabler has like important moments of being in conversations. You know, I love that. It's not just like these. It's not a Heather. It's not a person that is just like kind of there. Like they're all talking. Like if Owen doesn't walk up to Cass and say, hey, Carla's coming for you. Maybe Jesse tells her, but it holds so much more weight to hear it from two different people. You yeah. know, like, yeah, I thought that was so that was so interesting how all of this information is kind of everywhere. But how it gets to where it gets is always different. Which I'm very intrigued by. Yeah. That was really interesting. I mean, this was by far the most interesting uh, scenes that were not at challenges and not at tribal. Like, I feel like it jumped right into strategy and then they broke for the reward challenge and they jumped right back into strategy. They broke for the immunity challenge and they jumped right back into strategy again. There wasn't any fluff in this episode yeah. uh, there was no trips there was no advantage hunts it was just straight meat the whole time and it was really good and they showed the reward challenge i think because it affected the plot like it definitely affected the fact that you've got carla like this is an important character point for carla like she's trying to uh, lean on emotion to manipulate people. And it it would maybe work in a vacuum, but mm-hmm. everyone wants Carla gone at this point. Right. Her and one it, it her one ally is skeptical and everyone else wants her gone. Her emotion did not uh like shape the way people thought about her or the game as well as Shan's did. But I think that like her fake crying can, if she comes back, could put her on the villain tribe because like, man, fake crying. It's just, it's a tough look when you're, when you're lying, you know, when you're wrong and everyone knows it. Um, but it's just, she, she has like Shan like qualities, but I don't think she's as much of a, like a bad person as Shan, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that you're the person that thinks Shan is a really bad person. I think Shan is a bad person. I think I, I think I, I, think, she, I, I think Shan is a bad person. I'll be on the record as saying that. I think just, she's just a bad person. Just based on person. what you watched on TV. Yes. Her emotional manipulation. She had some line as a preacher where it's like, my job is to get people to like change their mind and think that it's their call. That is like a horrifying thing to say as a preacher. And to do that on Survivor, fake cry, and then burn people, I think Shan is a bad person. I think bad. The, the fact that she is a pastor makes you dislike her more. Yeah. And I don't really know that that's legit. I mean, it's Survivor, man. Like, it's a game. Look, I Carla is lying She's crying for self, like, for her self-safety. Shan was screwing with people to get, like, a minor leg up in the game. 
and I hate it. I hate it so much. I would not want to be friends with Shan. I think Shan is fake. I think that she's fake in person, probably, and I just get bad, bad, bad vibes from her. If you hear this, Shan, that's okay. We can be enemies. That's cool. I bet if you met Shan in person, you would think she's awesome. Nope. That, that's my nope. guess. Nope. I think... I would be terrified of her. I, I think probably most people on that have been on Survivor, if you met them in person, you'd think they're awesome, and that's why they got cast on the show in the first place. Well, see, if I met Shan in person... And she said, I can't believe you think that you 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 saw you thought that about me. You know what my mind goes to? Every lie that she ever told in Survivor, that's that's ingrained in me. You know? When you can't you can't rebuild that bridge, it's gone. So do you hold do you do you want people to hold it against you? Like if you're playing like Secret Hitler and you want people to hold your demeanor during that game against you, how you are as a person. Do I want people to do that? No, but will they? Yeah, maybe. I've had it happen before. I mean, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's completely invalid, right? Like I think there are respectful ways to play the game and there are not respectful ways to play the game. They really should have rethought the name of that game. Like why did they go with that? Like just to grab people, to sell board games. That's how uh, that is yeah, I don't know if they really foresaw the year 2022, though. You know? I mean, who yeah, could have? They, they should make a sequel called Not-So-Secret Hitler. Like, and then, on, on Twitter, people all, always write Secret H, because I guess they don't want their tweet to pop up. People um, write about Secret Hitler on, just, on Twitter? I mean, in the Survivor community, like, it's a common thing. Oh. Like, there's a lot of people talking about game theory and stuff like that. And so, like... A lot of people, if they're if they're typing it out, they'll just put secret H because they don't want their tweet popping up in some anti-Semitic, like um, <laughs> like if you you know search or whatever. That's funny. That makes sense though. Anyway, um, anything else on this episode? Um, I'm not particularly other than just um, predicting what might happen next episode. Yep, it's the last one. We definitely one. need to lock in our, our predictions on boot order for the finale. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Um, I think Carla or Cass go home at five, and then Jesse loses a fire making, and then whoever doesn't go home at five between Carla or Cass wins. That's what I think. I think Owen wins the final immunity challenge keeps Gabler and then sends uh I'll probably I'd probably think it's going to be Carla and Jesse to fire making and then Carla beats Jesse in fire making. Okay. So I th- this is what I think. I think that Jesse might also be grasping at straws playing his idol for Owen tonight trying to lock Owen in as a potential ally in the Correct. final in the final five, final four votes. Uh, because last episode, if you remember, uh, he had a con, they showed a conversation between him and Owen where he was like, Owen, I don't know why people have been leaving you out of the votes, but that's not happening anymore. Um, you're with me. I trust you. I want to strategize with you. And so this is kind of what I think is going to happen next episode 
is I agree Carla or Cass is probably going to go out at five, but I want to hold the door open for what I mentioned earlier and Jesse trying to pull Carla in at final five. I don't think that that's really out of the question because I think he sort of feels like he's established himself as the dominant threat, as the alpha in the situation. And at this point, he would be bringing along a weaker player in Carla. But Carla also has nowhere to turn. Um, You know, she might try to go back to Cassidy. Uh, She might try to go to Gabler. We've seen them talk a little bit. So I'll agree with you, though. I'll say that it's going to be Carla out first, assuming she doesn't win immunity. But we can't know, so I'm just going to say Carla. Final four... I think they probably do put Jesse in fire with Gabler. Can Gabler and make fire? He should be. I mean, he's an outdoorsy guy. He's an outdoorsy guy. On his Twitter, he's always doing lumberjack stuff. So I would huh. I would think Gabler would be the person you would put Jesse up against in fire. So let's say Gabler beats Jesse. And this is the three that last week I was saying need to get together. Je- uh, Owen, Gabler, and Cassidy. Yep. That's who's going to the end. And in that position, are you telling me Owen doesn't have a great chance to win? He may. Yeah. That's, it's, uh, it wouldn't be horrible. Yeah. Like, I think, honestly, even in that situation, I've got to give Gabler like a 25% no, no, chance. No, 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 so, no. I don't think they respect Gabler. Like, I don't think respect him as a player. So here's the thing, though. Gabler, two weeks ago, went to Carla and said, we got to do something about Cody and Jesse. Since then, Cody has been gone. Now, granted, Carla wasn't involved with that, but Gabler was. And then tonight's episode, Gabler is uh, someone who was involved in, in the stuff happening. Gabler keeps saying, I'm doing stuff and no one can even see what I'm doing. And it it's either get one of two ways and we won't know until next week. I think a lot of people assume it's one way. It's either everyone's already written Gabler off legitimately. He has no chance. Or Gabler is going to pull something out at, at Final Tribal that at least makes people think, Maybe we have been underestimating this dude the whole time. So if it's I mean, Gabler, Owen, and Cassidy, I, I, I've got to give Gabler a 20% chance there. I've got to give Owen, a, I've got to give him like a 42% chance, and that puts Cassidy at 38%. So, I mean, uh, honestly, that's what I'm rooting for. It's not called Dominator. It's called Survivor. Whoever's there at the end uh has a chance to win and i know that people like but that's the game that's the game maybe jesse peaked too early that argument to me for gabler has sounds like the jar jar binks is actually a sith lord argument like and there's no there's no not proof to it there's not really like proof to it you know like he's not He's not manufacturing things by himself. He's working in concert with people around him. And maybe that's the game, but 
then he's not really what how much of that is him how much of that is other people i feel like these people's egos are way too big to say that that was actually gabler so i just i just don't buy that argument at all but i would i'd be pleasantly surprised to watch gabler win because that would be shocking and i don't know if there is room for shocking anymore in this season it's just it'll be fun it'll be a great last episode though i'm i'm thrilled i'm very looking forward to it but um yeah I do want to dedicate this podcast to someone who is uh, leaving our family. Uh, John Robinson, thank you so much for your time uh, and service to the Tennessee Titans, the city, this organization. Um, we do we do appreciate you for all your help. Uh, we are just moving in a different direction, and uh, we hope we wish you the best of luck, man. Best of luck. Honestly, if J Rob had not come here we might still be in the abyss that we were in. <laughs> we may have traded five first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. We didn't make the playoffs for like 15 A long time. years. Yeah. I mean, J-Rob started changing the culture before Vrabel got here. Yeah. And I get it, man. I, I get it. But I don't think that it's just personnel issues. Yeah. We have personnel issues. There's serious ones that make it very hard to coach effectively. But our offense is an unmitigated disaster, and I know that personnel is is probably I'll give it 65% of the blame on our offense to J-Rob and our personnel. Yeah. But there's 35% of it that I think a lot a lot of offensive coordinators could be doing a lot better with it. Yeah. So until until we get some sort of change in that way, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. Six straight seasons with a winning record. Only the Chiefs can say that. Um, and the Titans. So we look forward to the future. We don't have uh, a winning season. record yet, though. Hey, we'll, hey, fingers crossed, baby. Seven and get five. Them is, <laughs> get them We jags. haven't locked um, that up. All right. Well, yeah. We will see you next week. Um, it's going to be a riveting last finale to the season of Survivor. We will be here to walk you through it. And uh, we hope you enjoy it with people you love. This is Joel Klinger. That's Michael Klinger. And yeah, the Klingers have spoken. See ya. See ya.